What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of On Loop with Kara. I'm your host, Kara Williamson, and I'm so excited to be back at it today. I know I took last week off. I am probably going to start doing episodes every other week. Um, My schedule is just getting very busy, so it's getting hard to get an episode out each week, and I want to make sure that the quality of the episodes are up to the standards that I have for it and I'm not just throwing out stuff just to throw it out there so just a heads up if you see that I'm starting to post an episode every other week that's why quality over quantity you know but anyways I am so so excited for today's episode because I'm talking about one of my all-time favorite bands I love these guys so much I am really really trying to see them in October in concert But of course, I was dumb and I waited too long to buy tickets. And so now what were $19 tickets, people are trying to resell them for $125. So if someone wants to fund me that money to go see them, greatly appreciated. Other than that, I'm just trying my best to find some resale tickets to their show. But anyways, these guys are one of my all-time favorites. And so today's episode is on the Backseat Lovers. The Backseat Lovers are an indie rock band that come from Heber City and Sandy, Utah. The Backseat Lovers are made up of four guys. We have Josh Harmon, who is the lead vocalist and plays the guitar. We have Jonas Swanson, who is the lead guitarist and also does vocals. We have KJ Ward, who is the bassist. And then we have Juice Welch, who is the drummer and does background vocals. I absolutely love the story of how these guys all came together, both on their Mick management page and their Spotify about section describes the story of how they met. So I'll describe it for you guys. Basically, Josh heard about Juice, who was this pretty popular local drummer. So he met up with him, asked if he wanted to start a band, and immediately the two began working on arrangements for some of Josh's songs. And then one night, Josh went to play at an open mic night, and while he was waiting in line to play, he met their now lead guitarist and vocalist, Jonas, and the two never got to play for the open mic night, so the two of them ended up sitting on a park bench outside the venue playing each other's songs that they had until they both ran out of material. After this, Josh invited Jonas to play with him and Juice. And so then that night that the three of them played together, Out of Tune, which is one of my favorite songs by them and was also a previous loop song of the week, came to life that night. The really amazing thing about Out of Tune is that Josh had been holding on to this song since he was only 16 years old. And the first night that the three of them played together, they figured out and they arranged it and they essentially had the song all done. So we'll get into that song and their other music in a little bit, but... So they all began recording together in the spring of 2018, and then on June 3rd of 2018, they released their self-produced EP, Elevator Days. So as of now, they released their EP, Elevator Days, and then they released their debut album, When We Were Friends, in 2019. I didn't start listening to them until spring break of 2020, so about a year after they had released their first album. And I started listening to them because my friends and I were driving down to Fort Lauderdale for spring break, as many college kids do. And my friend was playing basically the same playlist for most of the five or six hour drive that it was. On that playlist were the songs Kilby Girl and Pool House. 
Kill Me Girl was the first song I heard and I fell in love with it the second I heard it. We'll get into it a little bit more. But then the song Pool House came on too. And when I saw that it was the same band, I was like, okay, I have to check these guys out at some point. So after that spring break, COVID happened. I went home, fell in love with this band. And here we are. So with that, let's get into the music. Off their EP Elevator Days, there are three songs out of the five that I want to talk about that are some of my favorites. First, of course, is Out of Tune. This was their first real song together. And this was a tribute to Josh's childhood. It begins with like reminiscing on the good things of his childhood and childhood memories he has. And then it goes into kind of growing up and working to become a musician and really focusing on this part of his life to where he kind of is in the present moment. And then it kind of ends with where he wants to go in the future. It's just a really great song. I feel like it's just so personal to Josh specifically, but I feel like the rest of the guys really related to it and you can just tell through the way that they play it together so here's a little bit of out of tune The next song off of the Elevator Days EP I want to touch on is the song Pictures. This focuses on a relationship that just kind of appears to be growing apart. I think it kind of really reminds me of high school relationships and when you first start dating someone you think like, oh, I'm going to be with this person forever or, you know, whatever the case is. And then either as your senior year goes on or you guys are deciding what you're doing after graduation or even kind of how there's what's that term it's like the turkey dump or like whatever term it's called when you know how every single high school couple breaks up by the time thanksgiving rolls around their freshman year of college that kind of thing this song is really focusing on how in this relationship the narrator in the lyrics he wants records he wants a table for two he wants to get out of his hometown follow his dreams of being a musician all of these things and how his partner is not on the same wavelength as him they want babies they want to settle down have this like picture perfect idea of a family and the really interesting about the song pictures is that is that the first verse describes kind of their current relationship how they're hanging out in their room or the backyard or whatever and then the second verse kind of shows this could be future if the narrator stayed with his partner there are lines in the lyrics where he's mowing the lawn in the dark because he forgot he has a ticket on his car these kinds of things that just sound very domestic and very bland and boring and just the way that he talks about this could be life he sounds like he hates it and it's like not what he wants at all and so it's a very cool but like sad song but i think it's one a lot of people relate to of when you're in this relationship that you thought would last forever but then you two just grow apart and it's okay to grow apart but that doesn't mean the relationship will be able to work forever type of thing but i love this song it's so good so here is a little bit of pictures Table one more time, forgot 
And then the last song off of the EP I want to talk about is Still a Friend. This was one of the first songs I listened to after I decided to really dive into their music, and I really love this song. To me, the song Still a Friend kind of defined their unique sound and their particular indie rock style because they really can flow back and forth between a more softer sound to all of a sudden an edgier sound and really contrasting the two sides of I guess the umbrella of indie music and I think it's a really cool style for them and so then in the song still a friend the narrator is comforting a friend after her breakup that seems to really hurt her and then all of a sudden she moves on to a new relationship and so part of him is worried about her because it seems like an unhealthy coping mechanism where she's kind of just ignoring her feelings and trying to move forward and find someone new instead of feeling the actual emotions of pain and heartbreak. But then the other side of him is hurt by her and upset because he had feelings for her and he never got the chance to admit them. And it kind of just showed him that she only sees him as a friend and she kind of only used him as emotional support or as someone to throw all of her feelings onto and then suddenly she's acting fine and moving on. I feel like a lot of their music is very sad in that sense. It's very vulnerable and very honest about these emotions of love and pain and heartbreak and growing up and all these things combined with their fun sound makes for really great music um so i feel like that's why i'm so hooked to them is because the lyrics offer you this very genuine vulnerable side but then the beats and the melody really kind of draw you in and it's like something that you want to dance to and you want to blast in the car with the windows down so here's a little bit of still a friend i am sunburnt in the dark and now i want to talk about their debut album from 2019 when we were friends the first song i want to talk about is watch your mouth it's in my opinion such a great opener to the album the song itself has a cool opening to it where it has this soft beginning that then ramps up into their unique rocker sound. And the story of Watch Your Mouth is about a girl who's going through struggles or just struggling with her mental health or she's having this kind of identity crisis that I feel like a lot of us can relate to. And the narrator wants to be there for her and wants to help her, but they can only help her if she chooses to let him in. I feel like a lot of people can relate to kind of both sides of that where there's a side where you're going through something and you don't want people you don't want to let people in you don't want them to help you whatever but then there's the side where you're watching your friend going through something and you want to help them and you want to be there for them but you can really only help them if they choose to let you help them so it's a really great opener to the album so here's a little bit of watch your mouth The next song off of the When We Were Friends album is the song Pool House. 
This was one of the first songs I heard from them. Absolutely love it. One of my favorites. And this one really also transitions back and forth between the smoother, softer sound to a much stronger rock sound. This, in my mind, kind of reflects the back and forth of the story going on in the lyrics. The story is about this feeling when you're roaming around a party very uncomfortably. Like, you don't really know where there's a peaceful spot to be. And I feel like that's kind of something a lot of people feel when they're at a party where maybe they don't really know that many people or maybe they're just not in the mood to be at a party or whatever the case may be. You're kind of just walking around continuing to eat snacks or get a drink or whatever because you don't really know where you can just like sit and chill, that kind of thing. And so it's this feeling of being a little bit out of place. They contrast lyrics of wait inside with I guess I'll sit outside kind of this idea of you're unsure where to go. You're going back and forth between being inside where the party is versus being outside where maybe it's a little more peace and quiet, that kind of thing. So I love this song. One of my favorites. Here's a little bit of Pool House. The next song I want to talk about is the song Intuition, and this one has less of their upbeat, edgier rock style, and it goes for a much softer and slower melody overall. So I think that kind of is showing a sadder, darker side to them. Like I said before, a lot, pretty much all of their music is very vulnerable and speaks on a lot of deep feelings that people can relate to, and we all kind of go through these different situations that cause these feelings of love or heartbreak or just the pains of growing up, whatever the case may be. But this one kind of overall shows almost like a sadder, darker side to them through the slowed down melody and how they kind of leave out more of the edgier dance energy to it. And in the song, this narrator is basically still in love with the girl who left him, but she's moving on. She's hanging out with new guys. She seems like she doesn't care at all, and she's not phased by leaving him or by their breakup, but he is struggling with it. He's trying to numb the pain through his favorite activities, but he still can't escape the thoughts and the feelings of it. No matter how hard he tries, like it's still on his mind. He's still thinking about it constantly, and he knows that she's moved on. So it's a very sad song, but here is Intuition. And now this song, oh my gosh, this one is the infamous Kilby Girl. It is their most popular song. I've seen it on TikTok a lot recently. Um, It's one of my favorites, obviously. It was the first song I ever heard by them. Part of the reason I loved this song so much when I first heard it was because of how much I resonated with it. The lyrics go, I overheard that she was 19 with a fake ID and a nose ring. Those kind of girls tend to know things better than I do. 
And of course, me being the just turned 20 year old I was when I first listened to this song completely resonated with this entire part of the song because I was I was 20, but I had just turned 20. So, you know, I still felt like I was 19 a little bit. I did have a fake ID at the time and I did indeed also have a nose ring at the time. So I felt like they were singing about me specifically. And I figured I probably know more than most guys at that time anyways as well. So we can just check off the fourth box while we're at it. So I really resonated with this song and I really loved it. But I did a little digging about this song and the term Kilby Girl actually refers to a local term in Utah. There's a music venue outside of Salt Lake City called Kilby Court. And basically Kilby Girls or Kilby Boys or any genderless version of that term is essentially the local subculture that is Utah hipsters, indie, punk, and alternative music fans. This community supports a lot of local musicians, aka like the backseat lovers. And I thought that this was really cool. Um, It reminds me a lot about my college town and how there's a community here of young people who are very similar in that sense and I am one of them. We love our local bands, uh, Flip Turn, The Drip Tones, The Hales, and The Forum, just to name a few, all bands that I love and will be featuring on this show at some point. But I thought that was just really cool because I feel like we have that same subculture here where we go to these local music venues and we strongly support these local bands that we have such a strong tie to. So Kilby Girl is basically paying homage to their local fans. And I thought that was really cool. So here's a little bit of Kilby Girl. And then next off of the When We Were Friends album is the song Davy Crochet. It has this very cool upbeat melody that reminds me kind of of a 90s sitcom. Specifically, it kind of reminds me of the Full House intro. Um, I don't know. That could just be me, honestly, but I think it's fun. I like that. Made me happy. Kind of felt a little nostalgic. But the story is about the narrator and the girl he's been seeing. He basically overhears that she was making out with someone else. We are guessing that it's probably an ex because the lyrics go, guess you two worked it out. And he says like he doesn't care, but obviously he does care. I mean, he wrote a song about it, so that says kind of a lot. But also during the chorus, you can just tell because he just sounds so in love with her and like he cares for her so much and so it's kind of a heartbreaking song when you think about it but it's a really great song i love it so here's a little bit of davy crochet And then the final song off of 
The album I want to talk about is the song Maple Syrup. This is another one of my favorites, another one of the first ones I heard when I first started listening to the Backseat Lovers. And Maple Syrup reminds me a lot about the Peach Pit song Shampoo Bottles that I talked about a few episodes ago. It's very similar in the idea that the narrator is going through this really tough breakup. Every little thing around him is reminding him of his ex and he feels like he just can't escape the pain and the situation. In Maple Syrup, he kind of realizes how good they actually were for him, but he took them for granted and now he can't have them. It has much more of an indie pop vibe to it than an indie rock vibe, in my opinion, but I absolutely love this song. It's so good. So here's a little bit of Maple Syrup. I still think about you all the time When I step out of the shower I'm reminded of the night When we slept in the back of your car And you left me with a pretty cool scar After they released their album in 2019, They released another single called Just a Boy, and then in 2020, they also released the single Heavy. Both of these songs are really great. I recommend go and check out all of their music, but definitely go check out these two singles as well. And now they are working on new stuff that is building off of the sound that they really established with their EP and their debut album. They're also on tour currently, as I mentioned, I'm trying to go to their show. Um, They're playing at a ton of music festivals and venues across the entire U.S. nation, and they're touring until the end of the year, so definitely go see if they're coming to your area. I know that most of their shows are sold out. Good for them, bad for me. If anyone wants to help me find a ticket, that'd be greatly appreciated. Obviously, if you can't tell, I love the Backseat Lovers. All of their music is just so fantastic. But that's all I have for you guys today on the Backseat Lovers. So now, of course, it is time for the final segment of the episode, our Loop Songs of the Week. This week, we have three Loop Songs of the Week. Starting out with our third Loop Song of the Week, one of my favorite rappers featuring his best friend. I love this song. It's been a top favorite for a long time. So our third loop song of the week is Potato Salad by Tyler the Creator featuring ASAP Rocky. I can speak for myself, so I keep a hot waist and alligator the belt and got a belt with the holster. I ain't playing games, but got some little who would do it, so I pass the controller. You can press the next out, triangle your nose, pause your life if you squares, try to mess with my O's. Whoa, so cut the crap like shit, barbers, cause we really with the beef like cars of the gate. Our second loop song of the week is much more of a girly pop vibe, I would say. I don't do a lot of these songs generally, but when I find one that I love, I get obsessed with it and I don't stop listening to it for months. So with that, our second loop song of the week is Scream Drive Faster by Laurel. finally our number one loop song of the week is by a great band that will be on here at some point as well i know i say that a lot but trust me there's a lot 
in the works. I just have a busy schedule. But anyways, our number one loop song of the week is Colorado by Milky Chance. So that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to On Loop with Kara, and I will catch you in the next episode.